Hey, Tiff. What up, Chris? Let's start the song. I love this song. Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? Is that a joke? No. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Zart Podcast. Hi, Zartpodcast. Yeah. You, I said what you said. You did. And no one can question it. <laughs> I think I could question it, but I'm going to choose not to. What are we doing? Folks and Tiffany. <gasps> I'm not asked, folks? Well, no, because you asked me personally. Oh, okay. Now I wanted to make sure I respond to you personally, as well as these crumb bums that are our <gasps> listeners. Can we call them crumb bums? I hate calling them jokesters now. <laughs> I don't think we need to do that to podcast land just yet. Oh, gross. Okay, move <laughs> along. Uh, today, though, we're doing a little follow-up. So, uh, This we- is a squeakle? Yeah, so a while ago we reviewed uh, Incredibad, the Lonely Island's debut album that we both have a lot of personal feelings and nostalgia wrapped up in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And- I'm on shrooms! Hell yeah. And today... I'm not. We're taking that next step, we're off the shrooms, and we are reviewing <laughs> Turtleneck and Chain, the follow-up album. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is Lonely Island publicly, arguably, in their sicko mode, so... <laughs> This album is a reflection of them I hate at you. their peaks. <laughs> I hate you. I hate that that's how you said it, because as soon as you said it, I said, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Ugh. So I figured we will just do what we did last time. We'll go track by track. Track and, by track. And then we'll do a little favorite track and favorite skit. Yes, I do have favorites. There's enough skits on this album. This album, dare I say, way more skits. Yeah, it feels like there's... I think this album in general is a little longer. Definitely has way more songs. It has like a thumping 19 compared to like a Incredibad's a Beta 16 or something. Now hear me out. Way more skits, also way more scats. And by that I mean songs that I skipped. Yes. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with like giving our general opinion off the top. Yeah, that's all I wanted. Generally, I felt like this was a, a bit of a step down. Sophomore slump for sure. Oh yeah, they are slumping it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's enough good on it where I'd still say I enjoyed it. Oh, I still have some favorites on this album. But, like, overall, I was like, oh, this is here? Oh, this is also here? Ugh, okay. There is only one track I could say I felt negatively about on Incredibad, and that was, of course, Ross Trent. Un- yes. Unfortunately, on this album, that number has grown. More than doubles. Yeah. <laughs> there are some real... There's more than two. And also for this episode, I'm going to try something. Just me, <gasps> little old Chris, personally. I like to take notes when I, I listen to notes. albums. And uh, it's just a me thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really begrudge anyone else to do it. Mm-mm. Least of all, my beautiful co-host. Beautiful co-host. Like, as, as your soul is beautiful. Oh. Because your face is even better. <laughs> I'm so stressed. <laughs> Dumps like a truck. Truck, anyway. truck. <laughs> That's like, what? <laughs> You have, to, you have to imagine what kind of thighs he saw. He's like, what? 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 He's <laughs> really terrified. Oh, yeah. I don't have enough time to talk <laughs> about the thong song in detail the way I want to. So let's start this album. Yeah, honestly, we'll probably dedicate a whole episode to that. I could. There's I a... have real opinions about the thong song. We might, honestly. <laughs> now, right off the gate here, we are starting off with We're Back. The opening track. That's the... Pretty much, yeah. Just a bunch of uh, more or less dick-related punchlines over a, uh, a sampled instrumental. It's fine. It is. It doesn't come in as hard as Incredibad did. I gotta agree with you. Who Said We're Whack is such a perfect album. Like, oh, fuck, who did say they were whack? I also think that it's whack to call someone whack. It, it really was an all-time opener. It really... And so, like, this was... 
fine. It didn't get me, like, hyped. I gotta agree with you, Tiffany. And more or less, my notes pretty much agree with you as well. Because all I wrote down was, funny enough, but a less good who said we're whack. Thumbs up. The instrumental is honestly probably my favorite part of this. I like the little singy bits and stuff in the instrumental. I did like the part where Sandberg talked about uh, Marmaduke licking Garfield's nuts. (laughs) And then Yorma says, like, oh, it's that Garfield sex tape music. Like, it's still (laughs) funny. Yes. Like, the, but, like, because of the little bits for me. Because mm-hmm. I love the little bits, not to be confused with, I think there is a TV show that was called The Little Bits, but The Little Bits in Hip Hop Songs. <laughs> might have been, might have been. Yeah, this uh, this is a a solid start. You know, It's fine. Yeah, it's like that. It doesn't kill the momentum it's of like the album. It's like a 7 out of 10, while a Who Said We're Whack was like a 9 out of 10. I think that's more than fair to say. All right, so that one, leaving us a little cold, but not lost yet. So. I keep hitting my mic with my face. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tiffany. It's okay, I'm fine. While I'm reading, do you want to do a quick adjustment? No, you're good. I'm okay, fine. as long as you're good. So uh, the next track we have is a little ditty called Mama. Mama. <laughs> I'm glad we said that at the <laughs> same time. That's how you had to say it. It's true. I, hear me out, mm-hmm. this one still made me chuckle. <laughs> yeah. This one still made me chuckle. Like, I was like... It's the line of, like, I think at one point he says, I'm gonna fucking kill you. And he's like, I love my mom the most. (laughs) Like, it's the dumbness of it, but also the line of, like, who fucking cares about Steve? Like, it's the dumbness of it that still gets me. Truly. uh, It's dumb as fuck. Absolutely. But I will agree. It's still quite funny. And for this one, I said, uh... More skit than song, but fuck, it's still funny. I think this is where skit and song fucking had a child. Yeah. This is a skong. (laughs) It's that perfect length, too, of a skong. Don't say it back to me. (laughs) I said what I would. I said what I was going to say, Tiffany. It is. It's a perfect length, though, because had it gone any longer, you would have been like, oh, my God, this song's still happening? Yeah. In fact, uh, (laughs) uh, put that sentiment in your pocket, because we may come back to it. Okay. Okay. So my other note for Mama was Akiva Schaefer's wife is the mom. What? I didn't know that. A little actress by the name of Liz Kakowski, I believe. Oh. Who is uh, Craig Kakowski, a former podcast mate on uh, many podcasts like mm-hmm. Spontaneation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His sister. I did not know that. So, you know, there's your little... This is wild There's your little Hollywood gossip behind the scenes. Hollywood gossip. I thought needed a song. (laughs) I think... This is a pretty cool song. It's a bad song. I think Steve is just voiced by Akiva or Yorma, because it just sounds like one of their, like, hey, what's going on kind of voices. Yeah. Which is fine. It's funny. I just, like, that was the little tidbit I wanted to share about Mama. All right. Mama. It's just fun to say it in that tone. It really is. The dramaticness <laughs> of it is a... Uh... Yes. So I gotta say, even though We're Back was kind of a bit of a... Honestly... It's fine. Part of me wonders if, like... And listen, I'll get into this later. I, it, I'm not one who tries to fix things if I think they're flawed, but there are, like, some songs here and some songs not featured on here that makes me think, what if we took this one song off and put another song here? Or, just now, what if we took out We're Back and made Mama the intro. What if, like, the first thing you let's do when you open this album was Mama? I wouldn't be mad. I, I would be like, all right, all right, let's go. I'd say, as an opener, Mama would be on par with Who Said We're Whack. I'm not mad at it. I wouldn't kick that song out of bed in the morning. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, speaking of bed and mornings, we have our third track, uh, the main single, I Just Had Sex, featuring Akon. Weirdly, 
not overplayed to me anymore. Had a real fun time when I listened to it, swinging my ponytail around, all on Megan Fox in the video. Yeah? Had a real fun time with it. Oh, wow, that's cool, dude. Uh-oh. My uh, <laughs> genuinely suck ass is what I wrote. <laughs> then I also wrote it, so dated, Akon, lol, get real. <laughs> now hear me out. Yes. This isn't me saying, oh, this song's perfect. This mm-hmm. is me saying, it was fun. I had a good time. I went woo, woo, woo. Yeah, absolutely. That's all. Also, it was fun to hear Akon. You remember when he was locked up and they wouldn't let him out? See, this is where I think the the differences are popping up. <laughs> and I mean this in a good way. You speak fondly of Akon. <laughs> I would not, from my own personal perspective, because honestly, I will... Truthfully, I Just Had Sex, I think, is such a limp premise of a song. It is. That the only thing I could really focus on was Akon, and the only time I could just think of, like, I fucking hated Akon. I didn't. Back in the day. I don't really hate him now anymore. I do think some of his songs are, like, super trash, but, like, (laughs) he also has some, like, really fun ones in there. So I'm not going to say the man was all the was losing all the way. How dare you drop Big mm-hmm. Baby's album that you know is upcoming called Super Trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know we were waiting to premiere the title of the album for a while, and I'm mad at you. <laughs> Listen, Baby knows their brand. You gotta give them that. <sighs> super Trash is gonna be super cash. <laughs> Move yeah. along. I would say this is the first Lonely Island song in our little... Uh, this almost gave me Ross Trent feels. Although... See, no, this was, to me, more of an I'm on a boat, but less... Eh. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, they are both very overplayed to me. For sure. But it's been so much longer since I'd heard I Just Had Sex, because you still get that one person at karaoke who still does I'm on a boat. That's the thing, is that, like... That's funny you say that. That's actually my defense of why I don't think this song is that good. Because I think as overplayed as I'm on a boat was, which I agree with you 100%, I think ultimately more people like it than not. Whereas this one, I just had sex. There was like a grace period afterwards. And I think people were willing to let this one just kind of die once it was done. But I think, again, that is where you and I are different. Yes. Because I think you are, ooh, follow me. I think you are more likely to follow the critics and shit like that as opposed to I am just more of a... I had fun. I don't even know if the critics hated this. Well, uh, not as much critics as in... General word of mouth? Yes. I, I see that. It you definitely... are more likely to be like, yeah, no, we're all over this, right? And I'm like, I still had fun. <laughs> yeah, and, and I have certain songs and stuff where like I'm willing to go against the critical function. I think so. But with this one, yeah, I'm kind of happy to follow with everyone. That's Although, all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think this is a totally defensible song, though. Honestly, I and there is worse shit on this album. Absolutely, and I, I will. Uh, I won't lie and tell you that, like, I think she might have been a racist. Is a really good line. Yeah, that w- <laughs> doesn't matter. How- See, the parts that get me are always the little bits. Like, I love still counts. <laughs> I think with this one, the, besides the acon of it all, the biggest thing that I'm just noticing now. Is that back in the day, I used to think this was like a bop. Yeah. And nowadays, maybe it's just me listening to more music, broadening my palate a bit. This one, I hear the 2010s in it. See, but and you say that as a negative. I'm going to say it in a different tone. Okay. I still hear the 2010s in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, the nostalgia is still there for me. And that's fun. And there's definitely an aspect to that. And on a lot of these songs... I like that we have the same opinions, vaguely, but vaguely, in yeah. different tones. <laughs> I think we are just quite respectful to each other. Yeah. To say... And I would just say, like, generally, I did not enjoy this song. I certainly didn't hate it. Uh, 
But yeah. We'll see what I hated. Yeah, and I'm sure. What's next? What's next, you ask? <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh-oh. It's called Jack Sparrow, featuring Michael Bolton. Now, this one to me was a, uh, I didn't, the video for this one makes this one better, but like, I still had fun. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. And uh, this will also be a complaint that might get brought up again. Yeah, I do feel like you lose something without watching Michael Bolton dressed up as Jack Sparrow. That's the part I wanted so bad. <laughs> it's like you miss him dressed as Forrest Gump, as Aaron Brockovich, and as Scarface, <laughs> which is doubly funny because you'd think Scarface, him playing like a Colombian film character, would be like kind of not cool. Yeah. But Scarface was played by not Colombian yes. Al Pacino. So yes. it's always been not cool. It's always been not cool. He didn't. Also, because he does the thing we talked about in album one. Where he just, as a musician, fucking commits to the bit. I will say, Michael Bolton's, pro- Michael Bolton's probably my favorite part about this song. Yeah, it's the Michael Bolton. I don't even know the verses to this one, because I've never cared to. Like, yeah, <laughs> Michael Bolton is the best part of this song, hands down. And I see, like, why the verses are so forgettable. It's like, they can't make them too good. Otherwise, no. the Michael Bolton stuff won't pop as much as it does. But, I gotta agree with you. I have maybe known one or two phrases. In I the know verses. phrases in the verses. That's about it. I though. know the night starts, night yeah, starts now, and it rolls with dust. Rolling up, like <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like you can tell, like when the technique of each individual performer yeah. is great, but like the material is, they're clearly like hitting under their weight. But is, like, yeah. I think they all committed to the Michael Bolton of it all. They knew what the good part. Was yeah, because really every the best honestly the best things the Lonely Island Boys do in the song are the little interludes where it's like not better. <laughs> it's just yeah. like also I love Michael Bolton's apparently a cinephile. You complete me, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they knew where the goof was, and they were just getting to the goof. Yeah, I gotta agree with you. Getting to the goof. Not an all time hitter, but still fun. No, still fun. I'll say. I'll put out my little thing here. A tiny little thing. I wish you wouldn't. Put that away. We're in my house. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Zip. So, Tiffany, you've known me for a while. You know I'm, uh, as much as I try, and I genuinely almost am thinking about bringing up with my therapist, I try not to be a film snob. Right? Or as I have called you before, a fancy little movie boy. Yeah, which I, I own that 100%. Yes. So yeah, there is a little gremlin in the back of my brain that's just like, you know, Andy Samberg calls him a cinephile. It's like, those movies are so basic. Those are, basic taste. Those are all very obvious, big movies. I, he wasn't out there talking about like... The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, and yeah. then, like... No no true classics. <laughs> he wasn't... Ooh, what's that one that I still think about a lot, where that guy said, whoa, a lot? Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Thank you so much. Like, that would have been a random poll. <laughs> <laughs> I also had that thought as someone who knows what the people know, but still has not seen the movies the people have seen. I was like, these are not big polls. Yeah. But it had, at the same time... I think that was part of the goof of, like, not the you, mm-hmm. but of the time everyone was a quote-unquote movie snob. Oh, yeah. Especially about a movie like Scarface or, like, The Godfather, because, like, <laughs> that was art. And so, to me, it made the goofs, it time-stamped the goof, but in a really funny way. I think that's a good point, Tiffany. I gotta agree with you. It, it is a very specific spoof of, like, 2010 film <laughs> snobbery, which was just, like... 
knowing movies and knowing like maybe little details about them yes it wasn't even knowing movies that no one else knew yeah it was just knowing more about movies that everyone knew <laughs> that is true that is very true and so that's how i saw it i think that's a good way to look at it tiffany i'm I a like glass it. half full kind of girl hell yeah I love hell it. yeah dude hell yeah all right you ready for numero tres i don't know spanish no that's okay all right that's a lie i knew it that is, one let's go it's also not the third song of the album but the next one in our heavy hitters is Attracted to Us, featuring Beck. You say your stuff first, I'm scared. Got two sentences here. Uh-huh. Do not get this one even a little bit, miss. That's this miss. one was such a heavy hitter for me back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so coming back to it after all these years, again, swung my ponytail a lot. Had such a good time. Yeah. The Beck part, eh. But, like, the concept is stupid because it's just like ooh, you want us don't you but i'm too shy to talk to you it hits such a weird goofy place for me that if i had to compare it it hits a similar place to we like sports for me Mm -hmm. it immediately was for me that is fair yeah i'm sorry to say this one has always been a skip for me I, i was actually hoping maybe that like coming back to it after all this time something in it would click and i would like either get it or i would just like something about it and musically it is fun yeah like in fact to the point i like that it has oh oh's in it in fact and i won't spoil this this reminds me of a song from their next album oh specifically in that i almost feel like it's just a fun song but kind of weak comedy is what i would say about this oh yeah the comedy is not like woo wee but like i also have a very dumb dance i do to the song and so that might be why i love it Feels like you're bringing a lot to this I song. I bring a lot to this song. But I do a lot of like, that's oh, fun. you know, when I listen to this song, that was just for Chris. Y'all don't get to know, but it's a lot of like gesturing near my face and being a little shy girl. Mm-hmm. And so like, that is very fun for me. That is fair. Yeah. So that, uh, that that's. Uh, Ooh, we getting toasty in the studio. A little bit, but don't worry. We'll, we'll get through it. We are. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 that one, it uh, is not for me, unfortunately, but. I'm glad to hear you liked it and have a good reason. But you're never gonna get us, never, never gonna get us, because we're shy. Mm-hmm. They are shy. They're, we're oh so shy. It's so stupid. It is. I think that's, that has always been a place that certain stupids get you and certain stupids don't get you. I get all stupid. Yeah, that's understandable, <laughs> Tiffany. And yeah, I, as much as I would say this one I don't get, I will say... Like, I was less resentful towards it than I've been in the past as yeah. I listened to it. Just because I was like, you know, like, at least on the music end, it's fun. So and, The back part doesn't really add anything. I actually like the Lily Island part more than the back part. Yeah, no, I, that that kind of made me sad because Beck is such a weird, idiosyncratic uh, act in his own right. I really thought pairing him with the Lonely Island might actually be kind of cool, but... It wasn't the right song. Yeah, it feels like maybe Beck should have made a song and included them would have been more interesting than this way. Uh, but, you know, no. hey, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So. Hey, who's next? All right. Uh, next on our list is a little track called Rocky. No features whatsoever. Just Andy Samberg. All right. So my first main note. Great. A perfect spoof of Will Smith's I Think I Can Beat Mike Tyson. And a general note on the whole album so far. Missed the 90s nostalgia. It's totally unfair for me to put Lonely On in a box to say they should make this one kind of song I like, but I missed a lot of the 90 nostalgia that was on Incredibat. And on this song, it was like, 
ooh, it was ooh, it was like a breath of fresh air. I was drinking it in. I was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, that's understandable. There's like nothing in this for me. But this again is where our music taste is different. Hell yeah. That's not a vibe that I fucked with as hard as you. And I love these bad story songs, whether it was the Fresh Prince and Mike Tyson or Aaron Carter and Shaquille O'Neal. Now hear me out. I will talk every day about the day Aaron Carter beat Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is funny because this came out after both of those songs. Yes, that's why he references it. I think it's much more of a spoof of the Mike Tyson one. It is, and that's why it wasn't really for me, because I don't really know that one. I love that one, because Fresh Prince made some goofy stuff. There's a song where he met Freddy Krueger. We can't we can't do this. It's okay. He kills DJ Jazzy Jeff at the end. I, anyway. God, <laughs> I can't. Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's fair. I, I adore this song. I, I felt love, nothing for this song. I love the production. I love the I love that it doesn't have a music video, so that way he can go into some really gruesome depictions yeah. of a boxing match. But I love that. I love that he well, spoiler alert. I love that he dies at the end. It's just I like, like that and he just that, gets his ass kicked. Yeah. I I love that. Because usually in the other songs They always win. Or like, yeah, they do like a sneaky little trick, you know. They kind of play against the rules. But in this one it's just I also like that he gets killed by a fictional character as well. Doesn't he also pee his pants? Yes. Something. Yeah. yeah he pees yeah, his yeah. pants uh, after a while. Don't worry, though. Ricky, Rocky pissed on him. Customary right. in sports. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know what? I liked this one. <laughs> he both pissed himself, then got pissed on. The song is a masterpiece. But no, honestly, I, I get what I think it's. From. Like, I like it, but it's not one I revisit a lot. It's not one I think about is, I think, my problem with it more than it is that it's bad. I think the, this this helps me see where you're coming from with some of these other songs. Because, yeah, this one, it's purely of its connection to that one Fresh Prince song and uh, The Time I Beat Shaq that I think is super funny. I love when they do more niche spoofs. I, I just love big, dumb funnies. And that's fair. All right. That is cool. All right. Next up, we got a little skit called My Mic. Which I will never stop referencing. Before we did the fucking Incredibad episode, I referenced it. Do you remember? You were like, oh, can you do something so I can make sure your mic is hooked up? And I was like, my mic sounds nice. Check one. Like, it is my go-to reference for mics. Yeah. I I, I will say, the skits on this surprised me. Because I thought for sure all of them would not hold up. And I will say this. That one still does. That one is great. There will be leaders that don't. Yeah. But this one is fantastic. All I wrote for it was pretty good bit because it really is. It's just so simple. I love it. I like the harmonies for seven, which is all of the sounds. I like when they do the harmonies, but because of budget reasons or one thing or another, it's clearly like Akiva and Andy singing like way at the top of the register, Mm -hmm. super auto-tuned. I like that, though. I think that's cute. I like Tiny Tim is usually there. (laughs) I like that, too. That is always always what that voice is to me now. That's Tiny Tim. I know him. Love him. But yeah, this was a really good skit. I loved it, honestly. You know it's one of my favorite skits of all time. It's really funny. (laughs) All right. So on top of that skit, we're back to music land with the eponymous Turtleneck and Chain. Which has a bit that I will always think is very funny. But Mm -hmm. overall, okay. Okay. I came into this listen going, I don't really like this song. Mm -hmm. I came out of this listen going... This just wasn't the right song for Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's that's that's. that's it's not even that. Like, I think his part is quote unquote bad, mm-hmm. as much as he comes in so chill on this banger ass big song, 
And that is not the vibe. I also, and I'm going to expound on this a little later because I agree with you 100%. I would also say not as committed to the bit. And I felt like he was in a position where it would have been. No, he wasn't. Some... It's funnier when singers play it straight. It's less funny when the guest rappers play it straight. Yes. Like, I think the only one who got away with that was E-40 in his yes. first Yes. But that's because E-40, even as a guest verse, was dropping, like, a genuinely Real great... Rhymes. Yeah. This one... In fact, I wrote it specifically here. Can't tell if it's genius or hacky that Snoop Dogg turns in the same guest verse he's been doing for, like, two decades. <laughs> You're not right. Uh, my brain, I literally remember remember thinking this was just a money grab he said sure i'll do this thing how much am i getting paid yeah and listen we all like snoop dogg because he's a fun like kind of public persona but we also know that he hasn't really done anything musically worth like looking into since like i don't even know since the 2000s maybe i will say the 2000s because that's when he taught me to drop it like it's hot you know drop it like it's hot is a classic so yeah. gotta give it that. so that's the 2000s because I was in middle school or high school or something. You, you, you think I'm going to look at Snoop Dogg and Pharrell together and I'm not going to like it? Come on. We can't do this guy. Oh, that was long. <laughs> this guy's got to leave. But also, my favorite bit, which is a reoccurring Lily Island bit, like, yes. we'll get it. I, the one I think about the most that does this bit is um, the gay rights one from an, um, 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 Pop Stars. Yes. Where he just says a chunk of words that he's kind of said before, yeah. but in a weird order. It goes from like, an actual cognitive sentence to just free association. And then ends it with, I won't say it again. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you can't. That yep. was a weird word association poem. Yeah, pretty much to your point. My The first thing I wrote was loses steam after the first verse. Because each verse just gets less and less as the joke just continues to not do anything. Yeah, and like that bit it will always be one of my favorite bits. But again, it's done way better on Pop Stars. I agree. I will say, back in the day, I really loved the music in this. I did too. And I still like it. I, I still love banging beat. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, a... Like, it's, like, nasty. Yeah, it, it, nasty is the word for it, def- definitely. Uh, to the point where, like, I almost... Every time I hear the second verse, I almost, like, want to hide, hang in there because I'm like... They're technically doing good stuff, and, like, I like the beat, but I'm just like, but nothing they're saying is as funny as the first verse. No, the first verse is the verse I know the most, because it is the verse that I love. Yeah, probably should have just cut the second verse and either It could have been a, what did I call them earlier? A skit in a song? A skong. Yeah, it could have been a skong. It could have just done a cutoff a la uh, Old Saloon. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been mad. I would not have been either. So, uh, a a light miss, I'd say. Light miss, Yeah. All right, so next track here, we got a little ditty called Shirani 2, the squeakle. It was, in fact, the squeakle. Needs the video. Yeah, that's that's really the long and short of it. I, I have no, nothing else. Needs the video. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, the first thing I said, actually, wow. The first thing I said when I was re-listening to this was, most I've wanted to skip a song. Which is weird, because <laughs> it's not the worst song. It's no. actually a better song than, like... Uh, attracted to us. Me. I just had sex for me personally. Wow. I was gonna wow. say. He's I, coming for me. Yeah. Sorry. As wow. I was saying that, I was just like. I'm... I literally was was trying to tell you, don't do this. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that's why I paid. Obviously, I, that's no one else to agree with me. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I said was, uh, Shirani won better ratio. You fell off. Yeah. I was a I was I was a little high when I wrote these notes, so I apologize. Chris. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> don't yell at them. Apologize. I'm sorry, podcast land. Ugh, he's sorry, <laughs> jokesters. 
I'm sorry, you fucking yokesters. The little Yoko Onos. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I've gone too far. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Shirani better. I've always liked Shirani one better, both as a song and as a video. Yeah. I just, you're never going to create anything as funny as him going like, ha ha! Okay. Yes. That hang, handoff in Shirani one is funnier than anything that happens in Shirani two. Nah. But you, Shirani two. You need the video for it. Yeah. Competent song. Rihanna plays it straight. Think that's cool. I think Rihanna does the best she can do. I I have no no notes for her. I just mm-hmm. think the song itself is, eh. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Kind of just an overused joke. Yeah. Alrighty. Next on the list, we got a little ditty called "Trouble on Dookie Island." Have fun. I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I only wrote one sentence for it, which is a uh, a chaotic mess, and I love it. Yum yum. <laughs> so. I used to skip this song mm-hmm. so much. And there was one day you were like, have you listened to this song? Yeah. And I was in your car. I don't know if you remember this. We like went through a drive through and everything. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it for the first time with you. And I said, this is a stressful mess. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, it overwhelms me in a way that I can't handle, but I don't hate it because I think it's bad. It's just too much. It's a lot. That's it's, all. It's just too much. You know, last time we called uh, Old Saloon something of like a sound collage <laughs> yeah. more than a song. Now, hear me out. Old Saloon is a sound collage. This is if someone just threw a lot of sounds all at once. <laughs> that's that's a thing. It's funny. This one structurally is more a traditional song than Old Saloon, but it feels much more chaotic and much more hard to contain. It stresses me out. And we may have mentioned this before. I like overwhelming media. I like pummeling sounds and i like stuff that kind of overwhelms you and i don't know if that has something to do with me reclaiming my anxieties or something but i've always dug that sort of thing see and this is where we differ because Mm -hmm. our anxiety comes from very different places oh yeah mine comes from external shit that i couldn't control i'm not going to go into detail so i can't do that for fun Mm -hmm. because it physically stresses me out yeah i was gonna say once it's a if, with your situation, it is you have less control of that situation. Yeah, so, so I yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. Also, I am not a car driver. I am a headphones user. Mm-hmm. And this song, your headphones, made me go, oh, no. You know what? <laughs> this is a good car song because, yeah. Yes. It is. And I bet it is. Because, yeah, it's a lot to listen to in just headphones. And, like, the time I heard it in your car, I liked it. But as a person who can only really listen to it in headphones, it's too much. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I'll just say this last thing about it. Uh, best sign of the song is when Yorma, who, by the way, I'll say this before and I'll say it again. I, I don't know how to feel about this, but I love when Yorma raps. Whether it's on this or Punch You in the Jeans, when Yorma like, just does like traditional hip-hop, I like the way he does it. Mm-hmm. He's What's little... the line, my man? Ripped off my stunnings so I could drop the dookie. <laughs> That's always been your favorite. It's always my favorite. It stays <laughs> winning. Anyway... Great song. Totally get why it would not jive with some people. Not including, including my smart co-host over here. It's wow. A, it's a fair reason. Y'all, so many compliments today. Who's all next? All right. We got another little skit coming up called Falcor versus Atreyu. You literally said before we started this episode. Yeah. We'll talk about it. So talk about it. All right. Here's what I wrote down. Fuck this. I hate it. I'm sorry I ever liked it. Those are my feelings. Legit had to go, I used to love this. Me too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hear me out. There's a later song that does a similar joke. There's a later skit that I think is funnier. Hmm. 
Aaron? I think it's the same joke, right. but done better in a different skit. Okay. So move along. Yeah. Oh, also, just going to say, Chris did misspeak before the pod, and I need this on mics. What did you say? We'll get to this bitch. <laughs> we'll cross that bitch when we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm really mad I cannot name this episode that. Oh, that because is true. we'll cross that bitch when we get to it is one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty fun, honestly. Oh, might become a podcast phrase. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm more than happy with that. <laughs> All right, you ready for this yeah. next one? Are you ready? Tell me. Awesome. It's called Mother Lover. Something of a sequel to Dick in the Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your feeling? <laughs> I mean, hey, fair. From what I've gathered, that reaction, that seems to be the general reaction this song gathered. <laughs> like, which... I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. There is a line in it that I will always love, which is the way Justin Timberlake says chamomile. With <laughs> <Yeah>. chamomile. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it is not like a, ooh, yeah, for me. It's like, yeah. That's I don't skip it, but I'm not like, it's no Japan. That's understandable. We'll, we'll have more to say on that. Oh, we will talk about Japan. Uh, here's what I wrote for it. I don't care if it's an inferior follow-up. The song just slaps for fuck's sake. <laughs> that is how I feel, though. I, I'm kind of with you in that on the comedy front, I'm just like, yeah, it's a fun premise. and it, It's, kind it's of still like, not a skip. It's kind of funnier with the music video yes. where it's the two Hollywood actresses playing their moms because there's a bit of a, a second joke there. Yes. But for me, I just think the actual music on this one is so fun. I just, I, I actually, this is like attracted to us for me. I can see that. I just get hyped this one. It's like, they burst us both with the gift of life. Oh, yeah. I love Isn't that Isn't there shit. A, uh, a goof in there about, like, jizzing in your mom? <laughs> <laughs> There's something like that, yeah. <laughs> I remember distinctly, because I actually, I remember when they used to play these songs uh, on their dis- SNL shorts. Yes. And I get- remember when this one came out. Yeah, yeah. And you get two versions. You get the one on their page where it was just a song. And then you'd get the SNL version where you'd hear the audience reaction. And I've never forgotten the fact that when Andy Samberg says, give it to my mom, doggy style, there was nothing but groans from the audience. <laughs> Just a loud sea of, ugh. <laughs> Which makes me love that line even more. Here we go. Okay. So I, again, it's never been a skip for me. Mm-hmm. But I think this is just not an album I consider a lot. But like, still yeah. fine. Like, still like, oh, I giggle. Yeah, absolutely. I giggle. Like I said, for me, I'm just enraptured by the music. But yeah, otherwise, I agree with everyone. It's a step down from Dick in a Box. And honestly, there were no. How couldn't it have been? Dick in a Box was just such a phenomenal. It was lightning in a bottle that blew up in a way. I don't even think the Lonely Island was prepared for. No. So yeah, I don't mind that it's inferior. It's no fun. I agree. All right. We got our next one up here. Uh, might hear some of the criticisms we've been saying already on an, this track called The Creep. Huh. First note, significantly less funny without the video. Yes. I'm, I will say mm-hmm. the sound makes me want to do the dumb hand movement, though. Like, the sound just triggers the hand movement in my body. You know, I'm glad you say that. That's the thing. It's like, I musically, what they're doing here, I really want to love it. I want to love it. There's some weirdo energy here, and I like what they're trying. And I, I also do not love Nicki Minaj. Ooh, that's... Okay, so this is going to be a bit interesting because i would not say in any universe am i a Nicki minaj supporter or a but barb. you've always loved her more than i have she to me is very hit and miss in the fact that i think she can be really good and in fact 
Uh, now, I would need to think about it a bit more, and I, I'd open anyone to challenge this suggestion. But for me, just thinking about this song for that part, I felt like if you're just going off of big celebrities at the time it was recorded, Nicki Minaj was like as close to a perfect get as you could get. Oh, absolutely. It's just not for me. And that's, that's okay. Fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I like Nicki Minaj on this mostly because I feel like they gave her a specific role and I felt like... It was very much tailored to her vibe, too. Yeah. Like, it was a good place for her, unlike some of the others, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't say she, like, killed it or elevated the song because the song, to me, is still kind of a eh without the video. Which sucks, too, because I actually really like what Akiva and Andy are doing on here. Yeah. There's this one part in, like, the second verse, I think, where Akiva's doing this really weird little Wayne thing. He's like, <laughs> yeah. the game Papa Mama likes a can of coke. It's just... one of the funniest voices to me. Like, it's... This song... All right, I'm going to say something I've said about another song, okay. but in the tone you said it, which is... For sure. I can feel the 2010s on this. That's fair. That's fair. I think we all have very different ideas of the 2010s, and I think sometimes some of it hits, some of it doesn't. And this one was not my... Like, this was the shit I skipped in the 2010s. That's understandable. That's all. The only thing... I'll just say one more thing about it. Um, Only one. Only one. I wish I liked the inclusion of film director John Waters on this more. That's the main thing. I like... For it's another thing. You lose the fact of why he's yeah. even in the song if you don't have a video. If yeah. you don't know John Waters' iconic pencil thin mustache, slick down hair look. Of course I don't. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's fair. I was like, I was kind of surprised. John Waters is like was an indie filmmaker in the nineteen eighties and onwards. He's not like a big deal. He's a cult figure. I'm an indie filmmaker. You are not. I hate that you always fight me. Um, I'm, you're right. I'm not an indie filmmaker. Let's see if I still remember the movies I told you I made. For sure. I believe I told you I made School of Rock. I told you I made the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, specifically the remake. Yes, that is true. You made the Jessica Biel remake. You yes. made that very clear. I did make that very clear. I made Dazed and Confused. That I remember. I made, and I think I said I made Office Space. You did. I think that was all of them. Yeah, you claimed Office Space as well. Yes, because those are all movies that I know were made in the Austin area-ish. Yeah. And so that is actually how I chose them. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you did really well. That was yeah. a nice little And then you were thing. very mad at me all night because I wouldn't stop fighting you. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Hey, right. next. Next, we got another little skit called Watch Me Do Me. This is the one I meant. Same joke, better goof. I love it. Yorma's such a little cutie. See, but Watch Me Do Me is a hip-hop reference that <laughs> ends with the same, like, we're fucking or jacking off goof, yeah. but is just better. I agree. It's I, same goof, better. I think you've made an apt comparison here. This really is better than uh, Atreyu versus Falcor. Yeah. it's And to me, they're the same, but like, what? so I feel like that one could have been cut, and I would have been like, ah, the skin I love. Yeah, for a couple of reasons, that other one should have been cut because it's like, I feel like, again... It also weirdly goes on too long. It does, and also probably the joke isn't as funny if you haven't, like, seen or have any lasting memories of the never-ending story. I'm gonna... I never even knew that was a reference. I haven't seen it, actually. I only know it as a reference, so we were the wrong people for this song. <laughs> this song was not made for us. This song was not attracted to us. <laughs> but Watch Me Do Me, that's our jam. Watch Me Do Me is so for me. I didn't Same realize here. until we were going through this that I have, I think, one on each album that I still reference a lot. This album, it is my mic. 
Yeah. Last album. I forget which one I still reference from that one. From there was one there that you did come back to a lot. Yeah, that I still will say. And then I know the one from the next album, too. <laughs> the one from the next album is... um Queens! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Puerto Rico, ho! What is- <laughs> yeah, it's that one. Like, they're all skits that I still reference. Like, as far as rap albums go, like, the only line... Lonely Island has more good skits than not, I'd say. I think so. But yeah, sorry. I moved on to different shit because that's all I had to say. No notes? Perfect. perfectly fine. No notes. Yeah. Watch Me Do Me starts out as such a hard hip-hop thing and becomes this weird jack-off skit. I'll only say this much. The first time I made a friend listen to this song... That's fucked up. I made him listen to it on my phone. And I put my phone speaker right up to his ear to make sure he heard it. And I've never seen a man squirm... (laughs) And try to run away as fast as he did. Was it Eric? Yeah, it was. That's what I assumed. You're a monster. When Sorry, you're... that was just for me. No, that's fair. When you're right, you're right. All right. Y'all heard him. Take another drink. Yeah, take those drinks. Apparently, this episode has a drinking game. I've decided just now. It's a pretty good one. Let's go. All right. So the next track we got is "Threw It on the Ground," which was ooh, which was very of the time. Still had fun. Yeah, I, uh... I, I still quote this one. I still quote, Welcome to the real world, jackass! Yes, like, <laughs> same here. And I wrote, my first sentence was, like, almost very, uh... Very close to what you said. I can't tell if it needs the video or not, but I love it anyway. I think it tells you enough. The one my partner still quotes, because on the old album, it was Natalie Portman one. Mm-hmm. On this one, it's this one. Anytime I am looking for my phone, he will quietly say, My dad's not a phone. Yeah. <laughs> like... Also, it's funny you say that. I actually, this is the song I wrote the most notes about. For some reason, I had a lot of feelings about this song. And it's funny you say that on the My Dad's Not a Phone line. Yeah. Because I wrote here, no one says duh funnier than Andy Samberg. <laughs> duh. It is the funniest goddamn way I've ever heard duh said in my life. It's and it so still funny. kills me. Yeah. Every time I need to say duh, I'm like, duh. <laughs> He does really weird shit with his voice that, like, is experimenting, but also so good. He really pushes his register, and I love that about him. Yeah, he's down to clown, literally. So here's another one of my notes. Uh, depending on who you ask, either the Millennial or the Gen X anthem. I feel like this is a generational song. Yeah. It really describes a generation, and it's up to you to decide whether you think it's Gen X or Millennials, because I feel like it goes back and forth between those two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's some big Gen X, because they were the, like... You can't tell me what to do. Live my own life kind of generation. Yeah. Which millennials were a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just such a good song. I, For how much it was played, I am so shocked about how much I still love it. Tr- truly, right? Uh, I wrote here, can't buy me hot dog man. Stays winning. <laughs> might be my favorite line of the song. can't buy me hot dog man. <laughs> That might be the line, like you're, uh, like you were saying, like that, that. I find myself quoting that every day. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, jackass. It's such a quotable bit that I wish I had more excuses to use, but <laughs> pops into my brain constantly. Ugh, I get that. Now, I, I, I will say this: I did offer a little bit of criticism. Ooh, hot take. I would just say, okay, the ending does fizzle out of it. Oh, it feels like they didn't know how to end it. Yeah, which is fair. It's a weird gag. It's just like, yeah, how would you conclude it? It's such a physical gag that weirdly still works as an audio medium. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I think there's only one part in here that I would say you lose something without the video, and that's literally the part where he's just like, I do it on the ground, like this, and that, and that, and, and even this. this. But even then, I still love the way he says it. So I, I, I also really love, tase me in the butthole, over and over. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, like this, that is why this one still works as an audio medium. Yeah. Because they commit to the voices. It really might be one of Andy Samberg's best, like, individual performances yeah, on the track. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just, it really is. Like, every time I think I'm I'm not with the ending, it keeps playing. I'm like, okay, this part's fine. But then he does say, over and over. And yeah. I'm like, come back in. You <laughs> got me. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought I was going to walk away. I can't. I can't. Yeah, that part did win me back in. It's so funny. I will say this, too. Uh, <laughs> just a tiny thing about the video, because I know we're not focusing on the video. We're not. I didn't but watch them. In this one, those two celebrities are played by Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry. Wow. And Elijah Wood. You're welcome. I, I didn't know you I, don't mean anything to I you. know. He, he's from the Lord of the Rings. That's his big oh, thing. Oh, no. You know I still haven't seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. I, I just will say I like their performances in the video because Ryan Reynolds, when the table gets flipped and he's doing the tasing, yeah. he has this very determined, like, this yes. is what has to be done. <laughs> Whereas Elijah Good exhibits what I can only call Elijah Good perverted glee because he's a little creeper in the back. Like, yeah, get him. I just... He's just so weird in this video. I love it. He's Elijah like Wood. A short king. <laughs> you just gotta let that one go, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I... <laughs> if you were in my shoes, I think you would Elijah Wood as well. So, you know, have to... <laughs> I... We Not... can't talk about shoes again. Move along. <laughs> nope. No, we're not. Besides, I think you're gonna have some things to say. Because our next little track, we're nearing the end. A little ditty called Japan. Japan. Japan brings me so much joy. I <laughs> love that this is, this one's also half skit to me. Yeah. Because there's so much little dumb shit of them like answering the phone. <laughs> I love the bit in the middle where they're like, Moshi Moshi. <laughs> hey guys, the is too expensive. You're going to have to buy <laughs> <laughs> this old guy. Dump, dump him, him in, in the, the river. river. And then we fly home first class. Like, it's the dumbest song. I also like, in my opinion, a little before it's time, in the sense of they really have to tell us that they are friends and they are white, but then being white has nothing to do with them being friends. They are over-explaining how white and friends they are. And that joke is so before it's time for me. It really is. Like, it's so funny. Just even the idea of doing a soft parody of a American nerd's obsession with Japan feels like... Something that's very relevant today, let alone... Pokemon! Dump it in the river! <laughs> Even that line about the used girl's panties vending machine. Like, like that's yes. still things gross nerds say sometimes. Yes. So it's like, yeah. Uh, so I wrote three main notes for this. Uh, okay. First thing I wrote, a Criterion classic. Mm -hmm. Secondly, no video for this song makes it iconic. I thought that there is a video for this song. Nope. Not an official one. Oh, really? You might have watched a fan video or a video they did for fun, but this one did not get I thought they, they might have had one they did for fun, then. I thought they were in it, but I don't know. That's fair. But it yeah. also could have been a dream I had. That's possible. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, officially, no video was released, but that to me makes it funnier. So That's the best, the, the, actually. Being the whole crux of the song is we made the song because we have to pay to for get the video. So much needed R&R. &R. <laughs> and then uh, I wrote one last thing at the end. There is a frightening unhinged energy stewing beneath it yes father's impressed <laughs> okay hold on 
Jokesters, it's just me and you right now. This isn't about Chris. I'm not even here. Chris does this thing where he knows I hate the phrase daddy likes, so he will find ways to say daddy likes without saying daddy likes, and let me tell you, daddy likes. (laughs) And I'm back. Hey, hey, yeah. Mm -hmm. We didn't say anything about you. I believe it. So talk about this on Japan, which you know I love. Mm -hmm. Still holds up. Still is such a heavy hitter for me. Still so fucking funny. Not as quotable as I wish it was in the sense of it's just such random shit, but like still love it, still will quote it any chance I get. Yeah, it definitely kind of is more funny on its own. A little harder to take like a funny quote from it, but I do agree. I do think it's one of the best songs and generally maybe one of their best songs ever. I think it's in my top 10 for sure. It's just like such a specific premise. It's up there with two banditos. Yeah, that's a that's a good company to be in. <laughs> Sorry. I I don't know if you notice, every time I talk to you, I'm finding reasons to talk about two banditos. <laughs> You're just hyping it up for the eventual pop star episode. So excited to talk about two banditos. <laughs> I am too. They're two cute little kittens. But, Keep going. But for today. Yes. I agree. Alright, we're on to our uh next track, after party. Which you, I don't know if you remember, you, I also heard it. (laughs) Did you like my hand movements? I did. Uh, You'll never see that podcast land. That was just for Chris. That wasn't for you, you perverts. Yeah. Uh, No. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. I, um, what's up? (laughs) After party. After party. Remember. You might know this was such a heavy hitter for me because there are two lines that are still always in my brain Mm -hmm. you can't spend your whole life jacking off uh and then the whole ending where she tells you all the things that happened in the song yeah that's what happened in the song right now so So, yeah right off the bat i'll just say this is the perfect way you can play the straight man in a lonely island song santa gold's performance here i also love santa gold genuinely a great artist yeah and so like her voice vibes with the beat so well she's such a weird little like experimenty artist yeah. and so it's just so cool uh also the giant fish came back yeah we fucked his brains out he's back he was back he you know i'm watching fucked. for the giant fish i was gonna say we'll keep you up on that we'll, we'll keep you folks up to date on that like a boss fish watch yeah we are up on fish watch in 2022 so but- i i actually did make a note of that hey that fish from like a boss is back <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited. But yeah, I I love, for some reason, the line, you can't spend your whole life jacking off, is one of the funniest things to me. It definitely helps when it comes after like half a verse of just like, up on an island, jacking off, down by the river, jacking off. <laughs> it really is funny. I will say, the first thing I wrote about the song when I was like halfway through it was like, felt like it could have been on Incredibad, a compliment. Yeah, for sure. This... It feels like it should have been, but it made this album better for me. Like, I needed yeah. this on this album. Yeah, this this one's a real heavy hitter, and it, it's good. And the fact that it comes right after Japan. <laughs> it comes in so hard with the... Yes. Yeah, no, It comes absolutely. in so hard. I compare my love for this for a song on next album, which is Semicolon. Mm. It, it scratches a similar itch of like, I fucking love this. It's definitely like one of the most 
perfect Lonely Island songs in that it's such a great encapsulation of them as a whole. I think so. It's everything they do well. Genuinely good music production with a fun feature and a really dumb juvenile gag that gets taken so far you can't help but love it. <laughs> he worked for Tim McGraw. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I also loved that. I loved that. Hey. This, this song. song. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I think we both just love this song. I love this song so much. I literally threw my head back. I was so excited. <laughs> I think at one point I wrote uh, maybe the best one on the album. Cause, uh, Ooh. I'll, I'll, Hot take. I'll clarify that when we go back and pick our actual yeah, favorites. Yeah, we pick our actual favorites. I'll say one more thing about the song that I wrote down. <clears throat> the story in this song is genuinely tragic, is what I wrote. <laughs> Because honestly, I listened to it again on the way here, yes. and just like I'm stuck in a cycle, and I just can't win. It's After really next week, depressing. it all happens again. Yes, it's like, like it's incredibly sad taking that face value. <laughs> it's a man battling and losing with his addictions on a daily basis. But like always picking himself back up again. <laughs> that's the part of it that's like almost aspirational. Yeah. Yeah, he's still trying because as he's taught me, you can't spend your whole life jacking off. I don't know what this says about me, but I think this might be the most emotionally resonant Lonely Island yes! song for me. I'm like, not. Yes. <laughs> like, it, I laugh, but also I feel. I, <laughs> I people and I feel. But I, I'm with Also past... iRobot. <laughs> also iRobot. <laughs> but listen, I agree with past Tiffany. I agree with current Tiffany. I'm going to agree with future Tiffany. The song's just fucking great. It's fucking... This is the one I think I used to make you go to in your car. I was like, can we please? Can we please do After Party? Like, it is such a favorite for me. Notice I almost never put up a fight when we did You that. didn't. Because it's so funny. I don't know... This used to be my favorite. I don't know if it's still my favorite. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. Yeah. Do you like yeah. my radio show? That's fun. Thanks. All right. We got a... Uh, we're nearing the end. Hey. And here we come to our penultimate track. No Homo. Pass. Too long. Too long for this kind of shtick. Also, three things. Yes. Not really a good song. Mm-hmm. Very outdated joke. Yeah. Very shitty joke. Yeah. Those are my three points. Or as Andy Samberg would say, duh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. What you said was like almost very close to what I said. My first sentence I wrote for the song was dated joke, dated production, dated ideas on gender and masculinity. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, this one I would qualify as a certified miss. It's so funny because this is the hugs of next album. Yeah. For it, me. Do you know what I mean? I do. And it's funny you say that because on the next album, I'm actually not going to say it. I feel like there's a song with a similar premise and also a very similar and it's dated reference that's actually much better because it just does much more. Oh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, that's one of my favorite. We might have to get into that. Okay. Now, I'm going to quickly cram this in in here. Ooh, I wish you wouldn't. Be gentle with us. Two last songs we're going to talk about. One of okay. which we're not going to talk about much, which is the No Homo outro. Honestly. Ugh. Yeah. What the fuck is this ending? This is a it terrible ending. You end on a 40 instrumental reprisal riff on maybe one of the worst songs in the album. It's just like... You couldn't give me more of After Party? You couldn't give us... Here's my thing, though. You couldn't give us, like, a solid, fully formed song that was ready and wasn't on the album already? Like, mm, I don't know, Reba? What? Reba. What about? It's on the album. It's not, Tiffany. Really? I don't know what version you're listening to. Reba is not on the album. It was only an SNL digital skit, and it was released as a bonus track on certain editions of the album. Oh! 
only album. That's that would do it. Yeah, Apple Music's giving you a special edition. And I can we talk about it? Yes, absolutely. Did you listen to it? I did. I did. And wow, what a fun song! It's one of my favorites. I like literally called you the other day and be like, "Ooh, this album is really funny." This song. <laughs> Ever since I came at my mom's butt is what I will not stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've discovered a Lonely Island song I haven't listened to. And I gotta say, I wasn't disappointed. I didn't know you didn't know this. I knew this from back in the day. This was just around the time that I was tapping out of SNL, so I was no longer keeping up with their skits. I weirdly have always had a version that had this on the album, so I literally didn't know it wasn't. Yeah, you just kind of got lucky that way. But yeah, canonically, Reba is not a turtleneck and chain track. Also, because um, I don't think it's their sound, but there's a sound that's made in this song that I associate with the band Sublime. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I see what you mean. And so, like, that brought me joy. That's after they sucked each other's dicks. (laughs) (laughs) I was very curious when I heard Kenan Thompson was the fan. It's so funny because he doesn't try <laughs> it's great the line he walks is incredibly fine yes of not trying while still putting in a common performance and god he does it the accent is all he does but like the lines are so fucking choice and the way he gives them he straight up tells you he found a wig in the trash can and yeah. thought he could get any sandberg to suck his dick like <laughs> it's Ugh. so i didn't oh man this is a really fun one. It's so good. I didn't even know. It's been one of my favorites for so long. I didn't I, know you didn't know it. I genuinely think not only would this be fine on the album, and not only only that it could replace a couple of much lesser songs on yeah, the album. Yeah, I could have lost No Homo for Rebo. Yeah, it would have been easily a better closing track than either No Homo or the outro to No Homo. See, and because on the version I've always had, it is the closing track. Yeah. And, and so, so I'm like, that this album ends amazing. This is how Chris feels about Incredibad. The outro, the end, no notes. <laughs> Yeah, it, it sucks that uh, for the longest time, my version of this album, and unfortunately the mainstream version of this album, just kind of ends on a wet fart. How does this always happen to me? I never know that the version I'm listening to is special. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess you just accidentally get these special editions one way or another. I'm a little music slut. Yum, yum, yum. I mean, you do like music. That's fair. I suck music's dick. Well, Tiffany, that's about <laughs> that's about the end of our review of uh, this Wait, album. Wait, favorite song? Yes. Well, first... Favorite skit? My mic, obviously. Oh, man. Such a good such a good choice. I'm going with Mama. I'm going to do what you did last Ooh, episode. That's a good one. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to say Mama is enough skit to qualify. I think it's half skit. And I fucking think it's great, so I'm going to go with Mama for my favorite skit. Can I have two favorite songs? Sure. Sure. Japan and Reba, hands down. That's a good choice because Reba doesn't canonically count, but paired with Japan... It's a perfectly good choice. Because Japan is also half skit, but I feel like it's more song than skit, and yeah. I love Japan. I, I think that's a fair choice. I think you made two great choices that balance the other. What about you? Looking back on it, I've definitely had things on this album track that have moved up and down, but for today, in my feelings, in my own brain, mm-hmm. I'm going to say After Party. After the club, it's the after party. There was a time when it was Trouble on Dookie Island. There was a yeah. time when it was Mother Lover. There was yeah. a time when it was Japan, even. We love Mama. But I just got to give it up to After Party. Just because, like I said earlier, it feels the most like a complete and perfect Lonely Island song on its own. 
Like, when I said it, it could have been on Credit Bad, I feel like this song is like a jewel. You could take yes. it off and put it in any of their albums, and I think it'd be you great. You could have made it a weird single to have five remixes, and I would have still listened to it. I would have, too. I would have, too. <laughs> but that that concludes our thoughts on Turtle Neck and Chains. We didn't love the album. No, overall, not as good, but still had some gems. Yeah, more of a mixed bag than I'd say I remembered it being. You're a mixed bag. What does that mean? What are you saying? Because you're biracial. But where's the bag part coming in? Your skin, you dipshit. My skin is bag-like? No, 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 no. Humans, it's just sacks of shit. What a pessimistic worldview, Timmy. <laughs> Good lord. Turtle nugget, right? Yeah, that's truly what the I'm... album was about. <laughs> like, I just gave y'all a taste of the album. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you can't be mad, she just gave you the album. I don't know what you want from me. Also, my mic sounds nice, check one. It does, based on the levels. Thank you. Well, Tiffany, I think we're going to wrap things up here. We are inching towards an hour. All right, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. If we're wrapping things up. No, I was going to do a wrap. <laughs> Absolutely not, Tiffany. Why Why would we? And I, we were wrapping things up. Yes, but I'm saying, why would we try to do a wrap? Literally just after talking about the Lonely Island, who are much better rappers than us. Wow. You don't know how good I can be sometimes. I'm going more off of the fact that Lonely Island has been doing this each and as a group for close to two decades. And you've been rapping for... 40 years. No. Anyway. <laughs> You're right. 47. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I used to rap on set when I was making Taste and Confused. Just to pass the time, I'd be like, a rap, a rap, a rapidy rap. Look at me on set. I got myself a new cap. Anyway. See, no, no, no. I'd be like, those clothes on stage one, those clothes on stage two. Now, everybody, make sure you got your shoes. Like, that that's good. that's how I would rap while I was making Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but the remake. Hey, speaking of wrapping it up, folks, uh, we are on <laughs> social media if you want to find us. Our uh, Twitter profile is at JokesterPod. Follow us! J-O-K-E-S-T-E-R-P-O-D. Wow, he's so good at spelling. Thank you. And also, if you want to hit us up with something slightly more intimate, but not too intimate. Hey, there is a line for too intimate. You can find us on email. That is JokesterPod at gmail.com. Gmail.com. will not respell it. Learn how to spell. Mm-hmm. Tiffany? Oh, oh, it's my turn. Hey, hey, Lewis Reviews. Where you can. I want Spotify ratings. I want Apple reviews. I think you can do it on Google. If you see a review button, leave that shit. Please. I would take references to the pod because I would understand them. I will take compliments. And finally, because the rule of threes, I will also take references to movies that you think I have seen. Yeah, there we go. Y'all get pumped. Some cool shit's coming. Absolutely. Uh, we will see y'all in the next episode. Maybe. Actually, we won't. Wow, how ableist of you. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, bye.